0: Hi FM presents South African politics and news with the South African Institute of Race Relations. The IRR show, independent, relevant and real, is hosted by Sarah Gon every Tuesday morning from 9 to 10. Promoting life, liberty and property rights.
1: Terence Corrigan, who is project manager of the IRR. Terence, do we have you? Yes, uh, I think you do. Oh, good, good. Excellent. Excellent. Sorry about that mangled uh, no start. It's mm-hmm. a creeping age, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> um, Terence, you are one of our experts on all things expropriation related, and uh, we have spoken about expropriation on this, uh, on this program before. Um, I want to canvas another issue, but can I, can I just ask you to give in sort of two lines what – expropriation is and more importantly expropriation without compensation that being the direction that the government is trying right. to take us in
0: okay expropriation means essentially that the government uh the government uh takes your stuff now all countries have a provision for this if you build roads or whatever um it's uh it's a regrettable but an inevitable feature of living in a um, in a governed society Expropriation without compensation um, is the idea that the government will take your uh, your stuff and not uh and not compensate you for it. In other words, they take it, you don't get anything. Um, this has been something that that uh has been hovering around the periphery of, of policy since uh you know probably for a, for a decade or so. And in twenty seventeen the ANC decided that this was going to be uh the way it would go, either in whole or in part. Um, they were quite. they never really quite specific about exactly what extent they want to um, implement it on, um, to uh, n- nominally at least to 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 drive land reform. Um, the um, this has taken two concrete um, uh, proposals. Uh, one is to amend Section 25 of the Constitution. The other is the Expropriation Bill. Now. Bo- uh, both would would in some way make this uh, compensation-free taking possible, but I think what also needs to be pointed out is that the way that the compensation, um, the expropriation act, the new expropriation act is structured, seems to make it um, uh, fairly clear that uh, even where compensation is is paid, it will not be compensation at at, at market rates. It'll be you know uh, a, a, a formula which uh, the government terms just just and equitable, which I think. Will end up favouring um, uh, favouring the state over the dispossessed um, uh, property holder.
1: We had a discussion. Uh, it's called in the office um, mm. virtually <laughs> yesterday, um, and we were talking about the what we think is the government's real sort of course of action uh, yes. in the future, and it's less uh, expropriation than custodianship. And Now right. we have an experience of, of, of two experiences of custodianship already. Please. Right. Can I ask you to describe them their water and and mining rights
0: right okay what custodianship means is that the, is that the state takes uh, takes control um, it will deny that this amounts to ownership, but to all intents and purposes um, a custodial holding means that the um, uh, means that the that the ultimate authority over that property is with the state so it is um, uh, there is a legal distinction, but but for practical um, uh, uh, but for practical purposes, you're talking about um, about the state nationalising. Mm. Um, now, yeah, you know, the the uh, water water legislation in the nineteen um, in the nineteen nineties was the uh, uh, was the first instance, which and that uh, caused a great deal of uh, of dislocation because it um, it uh, disconnected. Uh, a uh, riparian rights water rights from the uh, from the land that it might be attached so um uh farmers in particular who had purchased land with a river running through them you know uh, d- uh, found that that they no longer had um, had the same access to that water mm-hmm. this was then to be regulated through a system of water licenses um which of course places the state in uh, in a position to um uh to decide who can use how much? Um, and there have been a whole slew of bureaucratic problems, uh, applications being lost or, or, or not processed. Always. Um, yeah. Um, and, uh, the second one, of course, was the, uh, was, was the mineral resources development act. I think it was about 2003 or so, um, mm-hmm. uh, which essentially vested all mineral rights in the, um, in, in, uh, in the state. Um, Mining companies could then apply for, uh, uh for, 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 for prospecting and mining rights, uh, which would be, uh, which would be issued, um, uh, uh issued separately. And, um, as we've seen with the mining charters with sort of essentially with escalating conditions attached to them. Um, so what does this mean? Uh, what does this mean for EWC? Well, um, we emphasize that Expropriation is not just about land. I mean, it's very, very clear in the bill and in the constitution that expropriation can be used against any range of assets. Uh, you know, think about an expensive artwork that the minister of um, of culture might decide would look better in a in a state gallery than in your lounge. A
1: for, for, um, for example.
0: Well, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, apparently, some of those have ended up in safes. So weird, weird, <laughs> weird, weird, weird things happen in this country. Um yeah, that, that's the ultimate custodianship, by the way. Yes. Um, now, um, the idea, uh, uh but the idea with land specifically is that this could be, the, is that the state could, um, introduce a custodial, um, taking of, um, of land as they've done with water and mineral rights to say, well, you know, no one can technically own land in South Africa. It's all held on behalf of the people of South Africa by the state. They would claim that this doesn't amount to ownership and there is a court judgment um, which, although, uh, uh, Justice McQuang, as he was at the time, said that, um, this, this only, uh, relates to the case and the facts before him, uh, there is, there has been some licking of lips over time to try and, um, and, and make that a general principle of law. Yeah. What he said in relation to, uh, to a particular disputed mining right was that, um, whatever, Custo- um, uh, custodianship meant it did not mean the, the acquisition of ownership. So it sort of drew this very fine and I would say artificial distinction. Mm. Um, and therefore, when the state takes custodianship as opposed to ownership, you don't, you know, uh, there, there's no question of 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 of, um, of compensation. You know, mm. essentially the, the 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 ability to own it disappears, and there, and with it, whatever equity or, or or value that the previous owner may have held, um. In 2014, the Pres- uh, Preservation of uh, Agricultural Land Act, I believe it was called, actually had this as a, um, uh, as a provision that um, all agricultural land would become uh, the common property or, or the, you know, would be custodially held by the state. Uh, that seems to imply that something like a game reserve, for instance, wouldn't, um, or, you know, uh, um, uh, urban property. Um, but this is an idea that, that pops up from time to time. And, um, in the government's, uh, uh, 2017 or at least 2018 land audit, this was one of, uh, one of, I think three specific recommendations that all land should be, uh, should be held, held, um, uh, uh in the custodianship of the state. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, lest you think that that is, um, that is something that has drifted off the agenda, a senior official at, um, uh, at the Department of Land Reform and Rural Development said at DeVos. now, understand, this is DeVos. this is not- <laughs> This is where you try and encourage investment. Yeah, yeah, this is, um, uh, this is not the sort of sub-working group, uh, on, on revolutionary land reform at, at the Communist International. Um, he said they, <laughs> they, their, their end game is that all land will be owned by the state, or will be held in custodianship of the state. And, you know, then the state will, in its infinite benevolent wisdom, you know, apportion it out so that we have exponential economic growth and everyone will have exactly what they need. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, uh things will go as well with land, uh, uh, with land holding as they have, let's say with, uh, I don't know, water or, uh, mineral rights. Um, you know, uh, uh, South Africa managed to, m- managed to miss most of the commodities boom because. Yes. Well, but uh, you know, this is uh, that 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 is essentially the model. There was also a document doing the round some time ago, um, which we believe to have been genuine, um, th- uh, that uh, uh, put forward uh, proposals on um, uh, a proposed wording for the constitutional amendment, and that made it very very clear: all land is common property of the people of south africa that is code for custodianship also all minerals and all fauna and flora incidentally so your flowers and your and uh you know animals would also um uh, would also fall to the, you know to the to, to the benevolent mercies of um of of, of the south african developmental state um uh, you mm. know I, uh, I don't know about you but that didn't that didn't fill me with with, with confidence yes no so at the moment, what we have is a situation where the, um, uh, we don't fully, we don't fully know where the, you know, what's, what's, uh, what's going to come out of the constitutional review process. Um, but, uh, this idea of custodianship keeps on rearing its head. And even if it is not written into the constitutional amendment, it is possible uh, by, by the precedent of water and mineral resources for this to be passed with a simple majority in parliament. So this is closer than you think. Mm. Um, the other thing is that we know that the um is that the expropriation bill, Minister has been um has been swanning around telling everyone that yes, it's constitutionally compliant. Um and it makes pre- but understand what's happening there. It does appear to use the um uh the Muang formulation about assuming ownership. Mm. In other words, there, there, there's this sort of area which is which is undefined. If the state does not technically take ownership, but only custodianship, mm-hmm. then it doesn't it doesn't count as a, as, as an expropriation at all. And you and you know um, everyone's just out of luck. Yeah. Um. And also, um, it has been written. She's been saying it's constitutionally compliant because it's been written with the uh, constitution in mind. But it's been written with the clause of the constitution, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, as it exists now. So. um yeah, you know, we, 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 we um, a business in particular loves to talk about certainty, but I don't know. This is it's almost like a like a TV game show. You know, wait for the next exciting episode, and we'll see what's <laughs> behind door three. Um, yeah, you know, it. it what, sometimes, really, one has to one has to laugh about these things, or one is inclined to cry.
1: Well, uh, I think uh, phoning a friend is not going to help in this instance. Can I just uh, ask you specifically yeah. about the banking industry, both with regard to its its position in the event of expropriation, um, and, in other words, the the the, mor- the, the mortgage holder is, is yeah. put off the land, and what where the banks stand there, and where the banks stand in the event of a custodial taking.
0: Well, um, okay. In the event of um, of EWC, and I think that 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 the working assumption has been that um, you will still have uh, the concept of landed property, but um, you know there will be instances where the government comes along and takes it um, and uses its formula, um, and if there, there are various uh, things built into the legislation, into the value of Generals uh, regulations, which most people are not aware of which can, uh, you know, knock that, you know, knock the value of let's say the 5 million rand property right down to, you know, few hundred thousand rand, you know, with a sort of take it or leave it attitude. Mm. Um, okay. Uh, ba- the position of banks generally seems to be that, uh, they, they don't, they don't like this idea. Um, they've, Spoken up against that They participated in the various processes, but at the end of the day, they are interested primarily in their own interests, uh, in their institutional interests. So, um, you know, whereas, uh, in 2000, end of 2017, you had the banking association saying, uh, you know, like there's a big risk that if they start doing this, we won't be uh, funding property anymore. It's going to hurt the whole country. Um, and about a, about a year and a half ago, an official was saying, um, well, you know, if the government's going to do this, they must guarantee payment to the banks, not to the banks. Mm. Um, now, in terms of the uh, the expropriation legislation, bonds will be extinguished in the event that this, this happens. Um, but uh, that's not going to extinguish the debt, um, you know, because the debt doesn't magically disappear, even if uh, the, the, the ability to own it does. So, you know, I imagine that what, um, uh, what banks will probably, uh, will probably push for, um, if they, um, if they find themselves in this position is a sort of first call on, um, uh, on the, uh, bondholders assets, you know, basically to, you know, to keep, uh, to keep payments for that debt flowing in,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, which uh, is probably not great news for somebody who, um, uh, who sees his or her, you know, chief asset con- uh, confiscated. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so, so essentially, yeah. there,
1: Most people are, particularly, for say, farm in the farming sector, will be relying on the ownership of mm. the property to to raise the funds to to cover the 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 loan on the bond.
0: Yeah. Well, look, um, you know, you uh, it, it 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 varies by sector. You know, most most South Africans who exist in the sort of let's say formal housing market will have some sort of bond from um, from a financial institution. Mm. Every one of these is placed at risk. Farmers, um, yes, uh, they often borrow against the value of their farm. In other words, and that is premised on owning, on owning the land. Mm. Um, it is possible, uh, for a farmer to sort of take a lien against crops or, uh, you know, against livestock. Um, but, you know, one, um, once again, you know, even, even if, you know, technically they aren't, uh, they, uh, they, they could stand to lose the, the actual ownership. It's the, um, it's also the loss of their, of, uh, of their operations. They, you know, this, this injects this, this, this sort of massive, uh, massive dose of, of, of uncertainty, you know, exactly what happens. And, um, I, I, I don't believe that that certainty is, um, uh, is, is, is on the table. Mm. I think that, I, I think that, that, that to, you know, define an endpoint, is to misunderstand the um uh, the nature of the uh, of the, of of the government's policy push mm. um mm. you know i think i think this is this is this is incremental um i, I and i think that that w- we certainly know that there are many people within the anc who fancy a um, a custodial taking whether this mm. is the institutional position is less clear but um you know it's not like we we get this new set of um this new this new legislation and that defines things for the next 20 years mm. We've seen again and again that there's well, you know, we have this now. We kind of need this to go along with it, and we need the next thing. Um, I believe that 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 uh, something to watch for is a sort of is a land law, which a lot of, a lot of land activists have be pushing for. Um, and this this define this will uh, define uh, constitutional uh, um, uh, uh, le- legal rights to land for people who um, who don't have uh, a formal title, which mm. uh, is, is as far as it goes, a good idea. But then I think built into it will be the idea of custodianship. Mm. Um, so you know, rather you know, let's I, I think I think the thinking will be let's be Alexandrian. Although this this will be the uh, uh, the explanation mm. in two or three years. Well, you know, we can't have we, we you know we can't be taking one piece and you know we need a fundamental restructuring and this will be done by you know by one piece of legislation mm. which we will um, uh, which we will force through with great fanfare and uh, you know this will you know uh, push forward the revolutionary agenda. Mm um yeah
1: yeah well uh, um, i mean i think <laughs> i don 't think one could take much heart from the fact that the uh, Minister for agriculture land reform etc um, has has said uh, i think she said in Parliament that that the the department doesn't have the capacity to uh, yes. to to deal with this issue, so that's one thing, and then I see that um, it is one of three departments that has a significant number of managers who are completely unqualified in terms of their own rules mm. um, to hold down their jobs. But uh, I suspect this is not necessarily going to be uh, much comfort because we're already seeing a lot of um, of, of municipalities in particular um, wresting land from people who have title to it or should have title to it. And that we're already experiencing... Uh, sort of land grabs by officialdom that mm-hmm. that that undermine that undermine the situation, and we don't even have the law, the the, the proposed laws in place yet.
0: Yeah, look, um, uh, there are some really really tragic stories. I, I spoke to a um uh to, to a black farmer who was who was farming on state land just about three weeks ago, um, and he talk, he talks about this game of musical chairs, we was pushed from one farm to another. And he said, essentially, this all came out of the fact that he wouldn't he wouldn't put money on the table. Mm. Um, and yeah, um, you know, you know uh, the, the 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 bureaucratic incompetence is uh, is, is is monumental. I um, actually knew somebody who spent a number of years in the Department of Land Affairs, and he said the despondency that you find amongst uh, you know people, or the privately amongst people in the senior ranks. Um, who have seen so many of these projects fall apart because of corruption, because of uh, bad coordination, uh, lousy project design. is so, you know, great, you know, great, um, uh, uh, people with, with, you know, like a real ideological stake in this just, mm. just sort of gave up. They said, mm. you know, um, nothing, nothing seems to, um, uh, 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 uh seems to function. Mm. And look, I, 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 I just want to make it clear. I'm very much in, I'm very much in favor of a good, of a, of a decent land reform, um, uh, a decent land reform, uh, uh, uh program. Mm. Um, I don't, I, I, think the idea that, that, that it's going to solve South Africa's problems is, is ludicrous. But, you know, <laughs> I do think, you know, I, yeah. I do think, that, I, I do think that, that, um, uh, getting young blood into, um, uh, into farming, giving people who have an interest and a passion for it and, um, an opportunity, which, uh, they, uh, they don't have through their own resources. Yeah, I think I think I think I think that's all great, but I just don't see it happening with the uh, uh, with the tools we have, and I think that the proposals um, uh, to introduce it would work completely in the in the other direction. Oh,
1: um, Terence, can I ask you to hang on through the mm. the ad break um, and just sure. pick up for another five minutes after that? Um, thanks, okay. and let's go to that ad.
0: Hi FM presents South African politics and news with the South African Institute of Race Relations. The IRR Show, independent, relevant, and real, is hosted by Sarah Gon every Tuesday morning from 9 to 10, promoting life, liberty, and property rights.
1: Terence, back to you. I just wanted to take up the issue of land reform in general. Um, yeah. There's, it, it's, it, it's the, it's, there's been what I call a propaganda, a propagandic sleight of hand, in the sense that everything about the land legislation that it proposes has been couched in terms of giving back to people who were dispossessed uh, by apartheid. Uh, the thing is, we had a land reform program that was uh, has largely been extremely badly managed and mm. extremely underfunded, um, judges not appointed to the land court, cases were waiting forever to be resolved. Um, Mm. land reform actually as I see it has almost nothing to do with the expropriation of land other than perhaps needing land to expropriate uh, but needing land to to carry out land reform but land reform was being done it was just being very poorly done and I think as I recall the sort of budget of 2016 for land reform was lower than the budget for uh, VIP protection of ministers
0: yeah look um, that 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 comparison is accurate, but um, it's a particular part. I think it was the budget for uh, land redistribution, uh, which, was Okay. But but the 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 various parts. But that, but that, that in itself is very very telling. Land redistribution is the part of land reform that is about acquiring land, and uh, uh, settling um, uh, settling new uh, uh, new 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 farmers, new tenants, mm. or whatever, um, who do not have a particular historical claim. So in other words. This is about your aspirant, um, your aspirant black farmer
1: okay. who
0: doesn't, you know, who, who doesn't have a record of, um, uh, of, of, dispossession. There's no historical claim, but yeah, this is the sort of bright-eyed guy that you, that you need to make this thing work. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, uh, in, in, uh, in that sense, uh, it's, 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 it's very clear where, where, uh, where priorities lie. Now, in a way, we should not judge the government too harshly on that. Um, <clears throat> Land reform, particularly in the sort of agrarian sense, has never, and I, I emphasize that never, uh, since 1994 been shown to be a significant priority. South Africans' population is urbanizing. Um, right. uh, people who have access to land, um, have increasingly been abandoning it to try and find a wage paying job in a city. Mm. Um, and that has also been, I think, our biggest, um, uh, our biggest, our biggest failure that, uh, c- cities, have not been the engines for growth that they, um, that they have been in other successful de- developing countries. It wasn't a priority either for the, either for the population. And there's a vast amount of polling evidence. Once again, going back to the ANC's 1994 election campaign, I you want to just go, to go and look into that and see how little attention they gave to land reform at, in the liberation election. Their big platform was jobs, jobs, jobs. I mean, that was mm-hmm. Their- mm-hmm. Remember. um you know, and, uh, there was a reason for that. It just wasn't, it just wasn't coming up as a, as, as a big issue. Um, okay. So there was that then. It, it wasn't properly, um, it wasn't properly funded. There were, uh, there was disjunction between the agricultural department, which is supposed to provide the, um, uh, post settlement support and the land department, which is supposed to provide the land. Um, there was corruption, incompetence. You had these, uh, uh community property associations. Uh, we, you know, we needed all, you know, everyone's signature and a couple of people would drift off and they, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't get things done. Um, you had land, you had, um, uh, land affairs officials who would, uh, uh, you know, refuse to sign proper leases, uh, because they would be held responsible if things went wrong. And, uh, uh, it was a complete dog, it was a complete dog and pony show. Mm. Um, so yes, um if you look at, at instances where land reform has worked and there aren't actually that many because <laughs> uh, frequently is done for ideological reasons and that produces a, that produces a famine or it is captured by elites, the sort of South American thing where, mm. um, you know, uh, basically it, it ends up enriching the, 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 the already affluent. Um it, those, Examples of um, uh, uh, of where it worked: uh, um, South Korea, Taiwan, Japan. Uh, what you did, what was done there, was um, it was about taking people who had uh, who were already producing um, and uh, giving them uh, giving them ownership and the ability to to um, uh, to invest and in incentives to invest on their um, uh, on their property. In other words, it kind of made them. Um, uh it made them more prosperous mm-hmm. um what well, there was the, the, there was no particular uh, romanticization of 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 a peasant population this was this was economic
1: mm-hmm.
0: um now um also you know the uh, uh, uh compensation was given to those who were um uh, who were who were dispossessed um in south korea what they um what they did was they distributed a lot of um uh a lot of enterprises that had been abandoned by the japanese um they w- they felt that their landlord class was not was not being particularly productive um on uh on the actual land but um it, those were the business people they had so they sent them to the cities to go and do textiles mm. um now in in south africa you you just don't have that particular particular conjunction the closest you get is probably is probably the former homelands where you have mm. uh, you know uh, micro scale farmers uh, who are you know essentially at the mercy of um, uh, of traditional or you know a uh, 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 state supported institutions mm. um so you know it, it, it it's it, it, it's not it, there's no direct comparison um, right. but you know there, there are things we can learn uh, right. extend property rights do not contract them um, oh, good pro- heavens! Yes, provides you know, uh, 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 provide support, and you know, don't think that uh, the idea that this is some sort of ideological, you know, a uh, 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 racially based transfer to address historical wrongs. I think it just it start, it's it starts it, it starts backward. Yeah, uh, there, you know, there is a restitution program which I think which I'm very much in favour of. Where people have um have lost a particular piece of land, and that uh, uh, that is well and good, but a proper modern land reform program. Is about, you know, has to be a ration, economically conceived, rationally implemented, um, and properly funded.
1: Um, Terence,
0: can I stop you there, unfortunately, because we've come to the end of our time, and I think we actually need a
1: another interview, another discussion on sure. on what should happen and what could happen, and where what's worked and what hasn't. I think that yes. that that sort of our, uh, global. Consideration to look back into yes. what we're doing, and by all accounts, what we're doing is going to achieve none of those things, or very little of those things. Yeah. Um, I'd like to invite you back, if I may, and absolutely. Uh, thank you very much for coming on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Good, Good. to be here, sir.